Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our daily lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I felt like I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it. Plus, I tried a few less productive approaches. And after two decades of continuing to grieve, it occurred to me that maybe I'd set the wrong target. Instead of trying to feel better by filling those painful voids, I've learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path podcast with the hope that sharing our stories and a mutually compassionate and supportive environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today, I'm chatting about a post called Birth Lottery and the Dryer. In 2021, I created a blog post entitled Birth Lottery, and I have a link to that post if you actually go to the website and read this post. Um, But yeah, it's called Birth Lottery. You can easily look for it if you go to lisamcfarland.com. The post was regarding my curiosity about the role that each of our geographies plays in the ultimate outcome of our lives. It contrasted a homeless person on the commuter train with a young toddler in a stroller just near us. Specifically, my question at that point was, had this man next to me been born to that mom in that life, referring to the young infant rider, and his mother, would his life have brought him to the same place? And when I wrote the piece, the resounding answer to this question was an obvious no. Had any of us been born into another family, another geography, another socioeconomic status or education level, we would be different people and living in different places than the ones we now call home. But only recently did I hear something that further confirmed this birth lottery theory of mine, so much so that I'm sharing it here. Although the piece I wrote last year clearly suggests that the families we're born into impact the full experience and trajectory of the lives we will all manifest, I didn't take the time to thoroughly drive this point home. After hearing a scenario that actually embodies what I was trying to say, I'm going to share it here to reiterate the point. It matters who our parents are, what living situation we're born into, and how we are received when we get there. If you still think you alone are responsible for your own success or achievements in life, see if this idea opens the door for the possibility that maybe, just maybe, you had some advantages that helped you climb to where you are now. 
Returning to the quote-unquote crazy homeless gentleman on the commuter train that I blogged about last year that no one wanted to sit near, I don't know for sure, but I imagine he wasn't welcomed into the world with some of the advantages that others may have been granted. For example, and this is extreme, I realize, but I heard a mom describe recently her habit of putting her son's clothing in the dryer on extremely cold mornings so he wouldn't be cold getting dressed before school. Now, maybe the gentleman on the metro, the homeless gentleman, did have heat or dried clothes growing up. Anybody can get going on the wrong path. But again, where we start out matters. In some homes, the wake-up call in the winter is not drier, warmed clothing, but the throwing open of a snowy window and a shout to get up, insert favorite expletive, or even some type of physical assault to literally shake a kid awake to get him moving in the morning. Now, I didn't grow up with drier, warmed clothes, um, which would have been handy in Syracuse, New York, the snow capital of the state. Um, but I also didn't wake up to someone cursing at me or letting the snow drifts in to force me out of a warm bed. But I am aware of the radical advantages of just having a warm bed bestowed upon me. And really, having a bed at all was an advantage. If you've ever met someone who didn't have their own bed growing up, this will make a lot more sense. Think Michael Orr in The Blind Side. Find a link to that as well in the post. But for now, see if this idea that where we land as newborns has an absolute impact on what trajectory we will have access to as adults resonates. I'm not trying to solve for the nature versus nurture dilemma. I'm simply sharing the drier, warmed clothing on cold days reference to highlight this example of how the house we grow up in may put us further ahead or further behind, depending on what kind of start each day describes our childhood. To answer the question from my last post, again restating, had this man, quote, had this man next to me been born to that mom, and that, referring to the young infant rider, life, would his life have brought him to the same place? I believe the answer to be no way. And I knew the answer when I asked it last year, but this morning experience example with the dryer warmed clothes is the essence of my curiosity. So with such a specific dichotomy along the, ra- the range of our childhood experiences in the early mornings of life, I cannot conclude that these differences are non-material. And that is coming from someone who had a warm bed. And I bet those will up by a yelling parent and freezing cold temperatures would also agree. And with this uniquely authentic example, I am again brought back to empathy. No one wanted to sit near that homeless gentleman on the commuter train. Yet, I imagine that very few riders had the same impression I did as we moved through the dark tunnels of the Washington, D.C. metro system at lightning speed. The impression I had was, that could be me. So thank you for listening to this episode of The Healing Path. And it's kind of fun at this point, 
that I have a lot of, um, I think it's around 300 blog posts and over 100 podcast episodes, because some of this material is starting to overlap, and I can refer back and kind of tie things together. So it makes it kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I, on any under any circumstance, I'm not buying that someone that had dry or warmed clothes in the morning had the same start as somebody who was basically dragged out of bed uh, and yelled at every morning. So I just thought that was a great example. Um, the birth lottery thing, again, not trying to solve for nature versus nurture, but it's it's a fascinating thought, even if just one of the circumstances around your upbringing were different, how would that have changed you? Um, what opportunities would that have opened or closed for you? And we see this in studies of twins separated at birth and kind of, you know, going into separate environments and how um, they develop what things are, you know, kind of absolutely in that DNA that are non-negotiable and they show up as the same prototype and then we have others that are variable um, and seem to be more impacted by the environment. But at this point, the take home is be grateful. I love gratitude, but stay present, stay grateful and stay healing, of course. And if you had a bed growing up, if you had heat, if you had safe haven, um, we could just say thank you for that today and give others the benefit of the doubt. Um, when we're being gracious about the fact that that could be us. So again, until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And if you have any thoughts about this, I'd love to hear them. And I know our community would in the comment section at lisamcfarland.com. And until next time, thanks so much for listening.